Hi, welcome to this discussion. It's a podcast and my name is Danielle Day and I'm pretty excited about this format to present information in a really hassle-free delivery system. (laughs) So I'm grateful that you are tuning in today and what I would like to speak to you about today is all about your journey. When you decide to do yoga teacher training, you have to make a decision about what is the program that's right for you. It's a great, big, huge investment in terms of money and time, and you just want to make sure you're making the right decision. So let's take a look at what you can expect doing our program, okay? I realized that out of the 500 people I've trained over the last 10 years, only four people, I would say, Uh, jumped out halfway through because they realized it wasn't for them. So really, out of 500 people, we've only had four people jump out. Three of them were pretty devoted Bikram students. And for them, the nuances and the divergence of philosophy and anatomy really kind of was incompatible with what they were inspired by. So it wasn't a good fit for them. And then another person that jumped out, was just kind of overwhelmed by the amount of time we were spending teaching each other in the program. And she said she realized she really only wanted to do teacher training to deepen her practice. So that to me inspired me to make this podcast. I would love for anybody considering the journey, considering signing up to listen to this podcast to understand a little bit a little bit more about what to expect. Okay. Yeah, it's a huge investment of money and time. So we got to make sure this is the right fit for you. So let's, let's take a look at what's going on here. I have a goal to prepare everybody who takes this program to be able to teach a class. We have a lot of different formats that we work with in terms of power vinyasa flow, Hatha fusion, yin yoga, as well as Yoga Sculpt and Yoga Nidra. So it's my intention to turn out very well-rounded teachers who can front up to any studio in the region and say, hey, uh, what do you need? Because I can do it. I can teach hot Hatha classes where we have the emphasis on alignment, breathing, concentration, and depth, you know, utilizing compression and extension in a format that goes from nothing to something, then back to nothing through 26 postures and two breathing activities. You'll be able to tell a studio owner, I can also sequence very safe, effective, and fun power vinyasa flow classes, understanding the template that we use and understanding what poses go where and how to link breath with movement as you cue vinyasa flow. You'll be able to also tell a studio owner, I also know how to teach yin and adhere to the three tattvas of yin yoga, which is number one, appropriate depth, number two, stillness, and number three, gravity and time. And you'll be able to say, I'm also well-versed in yoga sculpt. I learned how to use basic yoga postures for the lower half of the body while utilizing basic weight training moves for the upper body sequencing with vinyasa and tons of push-ups and abs, which all the students love. 
and then yoga nidra and other forms of guided meditation. These are the things you will learn in open up yoga teacher training. Yeah, you're going to totally be ready to teach all these formats when we're done. How do you get there? It's a lot of work. Let's be clear. It is hands-on training all the time. From pretty much day one of training, you are teaching to the whole group. You know, a little bit at first, like, you know, just single poses, but then an entire class by the time you graduate. And every single time we meet, we devote a good couple of hours to you either teaching to your whole group of trainees or and or to your small group of friends. So we do things with time and space and training where we break you up into small groups and then when we also have you teach to the whole group. So the whole time that you're learning, you're practicing teaching. And so you should know that going in. If your intention is to emerge ready to teach, and I'm talking anywhere, you know, like at the yoga studios or in gymnasiums or fitness centers or sports teams or other recreational groups or workplaces or corporate settings, healthcare settings, um, you know, retreats and workshops. I mean, whatever your goal is, we are going to get you ready to do it. And that's what we do. So you should know that going in. It is a big old 10 hour day, two days a week on the weekends. And, you know, it sounds like a long time, but the way I structure the day breaks it up so that you're never doing any one thing forever. Does that make sense? We layer the day in terms of active and passive things so that you can be rested and refreshed. I really try to optimize so that in the sleepy periods of the day, we're doing quiet activities. And in the really, you know, hopping periods of the day, we're working hard. And in the more kind of like chill parts of the day, we're doing creative things. And we always have an hour for lunch. And we always end on time. So yeah, eight o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night, Saturdays and Sundays is what we do. People are always asking, well, if I miss some training, how, how do I make up time? And I generally invite people to come into future yoga teacher training sessions that I'm doing where it would be you having graduated from your own session, helping to teach the new teachers with me. And it's kind of fun because then you get to be a posture clinic model, or maybe you help critique small group training. Or if you have taken on some content of your own expertise, you lecture to the students on that. So so it's a real fun way for you to end up going from being in a teaching uh, or in a training role to a mentorship role, even though you're brand new too. So we're always all about this, friends. Teaching is the highest expression of learning. And, and that's what you get in this program, a lot of time teaching each other. A uh, little quick story. One of the huge reasons I was inspired to create this program, which is, uh, is this, I graduated from my 200 hour program, having only taught to my entire group for five minutes. Yeah, I mean, sure, we had tons of breakout sessions where they would teach us something, then they'd put us into a group of three and say, okay, teach each other that. But there was nobody giving us feedback. There was nobody supporting our efforts in terms of like, okay, this is great. Here's what we're looking for. Try this. Go for it. 
you know, it was just the whole program was nine months long and it had 40 students in it. And on the very last day of teacher training, they lined us up in a room and they said, okay, you're going to start. And then the person next to you picks up a posture from there. And then the person next to you picks up a posture and you guys just weave a class where everything flows and that it's 75 minutes long, ready, set, go. And at the end of it, I'll never forget this. The director of the program crossed her arms, looked at us, shook her head and said, you guys, you're going to have to do a lot better than that out in the real world. And that was graduation. And then we went home and watched the Seahawks lose their Super Bowl. This was February 6, 2006. And so it kind of broke my heart. And I left there thinking, okay, I can do way better than that. What would I do different? I would give everybody a lot more time to teach to the whole group so they emerge show ready. And that's what I have done. So let's get into the daily routine. Imagine Saturday morning, eight o'clock, you come on in and we do seated meditation. It's my intention to help you deepen your personal practice, being able to sit in meditation. It's a pretty, pretty lofty goal for a lot of people. And it just like any new skill, it requires practice. And so that's what we do. We hold space for you with your team guided by myself in seated meditation. We practice some mudras. We practice some chanting. We practice some pranayama. And every weekend, we'll have a different theme related to chakras, koshas, sutras, mudras, different um, aspects of philosophy. And it's kind of cool because, you know, it's Saturday morning, right? It's, you know, we're kind of sleepy. We're super excited to see each other. But it's a way to get grounded. Every single weekend, you will have been preparing throughout the week what you're going to teach to the whole group. So yeah, Saturday morning, you're probably going to roll in, kind of keyed up, probably a little nervous, probably amped. And we start by stopping (laughs) because asana doesn't really make you happy in the long run. It's meditation that does. You know, asana keeps us busy. We love refining our physical practice. But at the end of the day, just like how you don't get to keep your physical form, you also don't get to keep your your poses, you know? You're not always going to be able to move like you do now. And if by the end of your healthy, mobile, physical form life, <laughs> you've really become best friends with yourself, with your breathing, then you've really got something. So it's my intention to hold space for you practicing this Saturday morning with each other. It's kind of, it's, it's, to me, it's really sweet because I see you guys becoming more comfortable every weekend with meditation and it is challenging. It's challenging. That's why you don't do it. But to be a well-rounded and peaceful and happy person, it's absolutely essential. So, so yeah. Sign up for yoga teacher training to learn how to teach yoga, but trust me, we will help you deepen your practice. So 8 o'clock in the morning Saturdays, we meditate. Then after that, we gather in the lobby and we have um, oftentimes, you know, cups of tea that we make so that we can get all cozy and comfortable and hang out and chat with each other. My goal is to learn about your experiences in your practice throughout the week 
incorporate having incorporated some of the concepts that we worked on the week before. And so everyone gets to check in and we learn more about how it's going for you guys personally on the mat in your classes that you'll take, because that's part of the curriculum. You will take 20 classes outside of yoga teacher training throughout your eight-week journey. And if you're on the independent study route, of course, that's a different kind of pace. But the goal is that you do take 20 classes in studios outside of our 200-hour program. And that's completely legit with Yoga Alliance, they have 180 of the 200 hours be contact hours, and then they allow for 20 non-contact hours. And I have different assignments and projects for you to do in those 20 hours. But anyway, just gathering at nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday is a chance for you guys to be like, okay, we talked about this concept in anatomy last week. And so I was really excited to see in class, I, I learned why that's a thing. And Or if you experience some contrast on your mat in your classes you take between sessions, you know, we talk about how you handled it, you know, Um, you're developing a practice during teacher training. And so you're doing a whole weekend of yoga, and then you're definitely taking two classes in the studios midweek, optimally. So the idea here is to explain to you now what happens after that. Yeah. Okay, so like around 1030... Oh, sorry. 9.30, we do a lecture on anatomy. And every week we talk about another of our priorities of alignment and look through the lens of those different functional, functional pieces of anatomy. I don't have you memorize all the names of the muscles and their origins, insertions, agonists, antagonists, synergists, assisters, and (laughs) action innervation. No, we don't do that. You can look that up. No, what we teach you is the fundamentals of alignment and the general joint actions for each pose, the planes of motion in which each posture take place so that you can execute safe transitions and really help students in the body that brought them to class today. You know, yoga is not one size fits all. And the way that we approach anatomy has a lot to do with you helping understand how bodies that are different from your own work and feel in yoga. And I'm excited about that. Anatomy, we're not going to just have you memorize the names of muscles and bones. Although some of that is helpful. The idea here is you can always look that stuff up. But if you can watch a student practice yoga and address any alignment issues in order to help facilitate their practice, well, then you've really got something. Yoga is not just about a series of rules in the poses and and your job as a teacher is just to run around and hassle people for their alignment that's not checking a box with what the pose is supposed to be. Rather, you learn the skills in this program to make the posture work for the student, seeing what they have going on for range of motion and biomechanical individuality so that you can help the posture work for them. That's the ethos of our program. It's all about how to make the postures work for the students and not just make the student work for these arbitrary ideas about the posture. After anatomy, then it's practice time. I have you guys break into small groups And you each know what you're assigned to teach that weekend to your small group. And essentially, it breaks down pretty much like this, depending on the group and the size of the class. I have you teach a whole 20 minutes without notes. 
to each other. So optimally, I break us into groups of three or so, so that a 60 minute class is broken into three 20 minute segments, and you roll in on Saturday ready to teach 20 minutes of a 60 minute class to your small group without any paper in your possession, without any notes, just from the top of your head, what we worked on, what you've practiced and what you're learning. And is it to be perfect? No, it's to get practice teaching. And then after lunch, you're kind of sleepy, kind of tired. So we need to do hands-on stuff. So we go back into the hot room and we work on teaching methodology. We learn hands-on things for adjustments. We learn about performance element, things like musical interpretation, choreography, blocking, lighting, stagecraft, you know, how to adjust students physically, verbally, and energetically, as well as how to sequence your classes and um, just have a great 360 degree, you know, experience for people. It's not just about what you're saying, but where are you standing? Are you demonstrating? Are you, are you assisting? Are you, are you touching people? Like, what do you do when you're in the middle of teaching this posture? Are you on your mat? Are you on your feet? Where are you and why? And so that's what we do. And then we have, you guys teach the whole group, um, probably one or two poses, depending on the size of your session, how many people are enrolled. You then get a chance to teach to the whole group, either a posture or two that you have been assigned. And maybe it's something that you worked on before lunch. Maybe it's not. But what we do is we put on the music, we set up the lights, we get all our all mats, we get on our mats, and then one at a time you guys get up and teach to the whole group. And then after that, we debrief and we um, practice anything else that we were working on. And then we take a second to plan the next day, which is Sunday. Sometimes, you know, at the end of Saturday, we'll take a class with the public but it just, it depends on the studio and the configurations of the space. Sunday mornings, pretty special. We will take a public class together. And then after that, we'll do some meditation on our mats after the other students have left. And so you're able to sit there for 15 minutes after your practice and practice your meditation, which is what asana is for. Asana is to be able to prepare you to sit still and become the witness to your breathing and to help promote your your happiness and it works but it's only done if you are taught how to do it so that's what we're working on and then we have this wonderful period of time after so it's around 10 o'clock Sunday morning where we do lifestyle and ethics this is where we get to really delve deeply into the philosophy of yoga and I love this part because we talk about everything the eight limbs of yoga we work on Ayurveda we talk about different aspects of pranayama, of meditation, of holding space for other people. The yoga sutras, we study those. We learn about Patanjali and where the yoga sutras came from. And just all about the concepts that bring your yoga to life. You know, we work on nutrition, we work on lifestyle, and we really work a lot on the ethics. The eight limbs of yoga are very clear, clearly outlined, and you learn 
how to take your yoga and make it the way you live your life. So it's all about kindness and truth. It's all about being a generous and honest person, learning how to let things go, right? Learning how to, you know, attend to your wellness, as well as to your vibration of gratitude, how to refine your practice through the hard work and self-inquiry, And we really work on the devotion to the greater good. You work on your Sanskrit. You work on your practice coming to life. I love that part. I mean, I love all of it, but there's just something really sweet about Sunday mornings where we work on the philosophy. But anyway, after the philosophy lecture on Sundays, it's back to small group practice. And again, you're teaching another little bit to your whole group that you that you rehearsed and maybe refined, you know, from feedback you received on Saturday. But you're moving it forward. We have lunch and we come back from lunch and then we have you know, like a deep dive on posture clinic, where we really look at postures in depth and sequencing of the different formats in depth. And we take the poses one by one, and we talk about the anatomy, and the implications for alignment, breathing, concentration and depth, compression and extension and safe transitions. And we just take a lot of time with each of the postures, you'll learn the Sanskrit name, you'll learn how to help people of different body types. We use these fun terms where I don't like to talk about older people because I myself am going on 51 here. So I like to refer to my population, my demographic as the classic rockers. So we don't say older people, we say classic rockers. Um, I've also had a lot of weight fluctuation in my life going up and down a good 40 to 60 pounds in these last 10 years or so. So we talk about curvy people. Yeah, that's the way that's the word we use. Because yoga is not for folks of a certain body type. Yoga is for everybody, every body type. And so we learn how to accommodate and celebrate every single person in the body that they're in. We talk about how to deal with injuries, but we don't call them injuries. We talk about how to help students support their healing. You know, we have a nice positive spin on that. You know, we work on how to help um, folks who are in any shape possible. I really love that we don't teach poses, we teach people. And in this program, especially, it's baked into our program, how you support folks who are over 50. It's baked in to our program, how you support people who are of a curvy body type. It's baked in to our program, how you support people who are brand new to fitness. It's baked into our program, how you support people who don't know anything about yoga. It's baked into our program, how you accommodate senior students, and how you hold space for their practice. You know, this school's emphasis really is performance element in terms of our ethos. It's this, guys, here's here's what our big goal is. We're not here to really teach people anything in real time when we teach a class, so much as we are here to help facilitate their practice. And I know that might sound a little vague, going into it, just hearing me talk right now. But trust me, there's a difference between teaching that's like, okay, guys, do this for me. You know, oh, hey, so-and-so, I've seen you do this better. Let's pick it up. Or, you know, hey, guys, my favorite pose is this. And hey, guys, you know what I found helpful in this posture? No, no, no. No, we have a a way that I teach you so that you can roll into any community anywhere in the world and you take in the requests. You say, all right, what do you want to work on? How are you feeling head to toe? And you have a template in your mind of what you're going to teach, but you don't have like 
this whole fancy class built out ahead of time. So that makes sense. Like you're, you're going to have a class built out ahead of time, but in our program, I'm not encouraging you to shake it up and make it different every day. I'm here to encourage you how to help people do the same stuff, a lot of the same stuff every day, but approaching it in a fresh perspective all the time, because we're always learning, we're constantly changing. Um, this program in, encourages you to have a general template for all of these formats I've I've told you about Hatha, Power, Yin, Sculpt, Nidra. But that you can showcase or highlight certain things based on the people that are in the class. We ask everybody who's checking in, hey, how are you feeling head to toe and what would you like to work on today? And those two questions are nice and open-ended so that new students right away are like, oh, God, I'm brand new. I don't know what I'm doing. You're like, oh, great. Okay, I'll keep an eye on you and I'll help you out. Or if a student's like, you know what? Yeah, today I got some ha- something happening in my hips or my low back or my shoulders. Or, hey, can we do abs? You're going to see how everything you're learning, everything that's in our class already, you're going to be able to see how to showcase and highlight that. So you can really be like, okay, guys, hey, those of you who have a little bit of low back concerns, here's your deal. Or Folks with knee history, here's what's happening here. And I'm just very passionate about that. I think the saddest thing in the world is a class where a teacher shows up and they say, okay, you guys, I learned how to do this pose. I'm really excited about it. So let's work on it. Or, hey guys, uh, I created this class. It's kind of challenging, you know, try your best, right? I hope this works out for you. Like that's so sad. You know, you don't come in and foist your own practice onto people. Rather, you're here to facilitate their practice. And everyone's at a different place in their journey with yoga. But what most people report they appreciate about this style is that the teachers are confident and the teachers are intelligent and the teachers are there to hold space for them versus the teachers are there to make you do what they want you to do. Does that make sense? You know, there are some traditions that say, okay, I won't allow this in my class or, oh, I won't be teaching this because I can't do it. No, 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 no. In our program, you learn about every single posture option. Great place to stay, going further, here's an idea. Hey guys, this is a great place to stay, going further, here's an option. That way you're able to accommodate brand new people or people who are healing. And then you turn on the green light, you open the door for those advanced expressions, those those ultimate expressions, those just absolute, you know, just final destination ideas for poses that students will take. And they don't have to wait for say so. That's that's the thing that I'm excited about. We teach all levels in in real time all the time. And that simply means there is never a moment in a class where you're gonna have the whole class stop what they're doing and and watch you do something. That's that's not what we do. That's not what we do. We did not come here to sit and drink water and watch you practice. We came here to work on our practice. So as an early career yoga teacher, the students are going to love you because you're going to cue the breath, say the name of the posture, and then in a really nice, clear verb your body part format, which is what I teach you, you're basically teaching in a way where they never have to guess what pose we're on. They never have to guess what you're what you want or what you're inviting them to do, you are magically emerging, ready to teach a class to any level of student. And I know that sounds a little bit silly to say magically, but 
It is magic. You are going from being a student to being a teacher. And this transformation that takes place between the beginning and the end of the program, sure enough, it does exactly that. And I can say that with such confidence because I've taught all kinds of people how to teach. People for whom English is their second language. People for whom... America wasn't even the country where they live. People that weren't even 12 years old, people who were over 70 years old, people who were pregnant in their second trimester, you know, people who have some intellectual, um, I want to say, you know, um, neurological individualities, you know, we've had, we've had people for whom, you know, dyslexia was in their educational experiences. So I can really safely say I can accommodate all kinds of learners and I can accommodate all levels of practitioner. And frankly, I love it when we have all levels of practitioner because that means we really learn from each other. If if everybody came in in a bulletproof body with super bendy abilities and no pain anywhere and they never shed a tear in their life, we wouldn't get anywhere. Happily, people who turn up turn out for teacher training, they're in different shapes of bodies with different abilities, different levels of their practice, and different places they're healing, and then different stories in their journey. And when we get all together, we learn from each other. It's the coolest thing. I'm I'm always so grateful about it. I mean, I'm, and I'm always sad if and when people become injured in training because you know sometimes that happens. Nothing super serious because I'm I'm really emphasizing safety and everything we do. But we learn how to care for that spot in the body. We learn how to accommodate and modify our practice. In fact, you know, I think that's the thing that you get out of teacher training, other than just a new skill to go out there and optimize and improve and develop and adore the whole journey of your life. But you actually learn, yeah, this is the part that you do deepen in terms of your own practice. You learn how to do a class in any shape that you can find yourself. I was taking a super fun weekend, um, I guess we could call it a charity event, where some friends of mine who are senior teachers did an event for charity where we did like four hours of yoga. And it was really fun to see such great instruction to such a huge group of people. And there's like, I think it was like 100 people in there. I don't know. But my point is this, I myself knew how to maneuver through all the offerings to help care for my knees and my back and my all kinds of, you know, healing I have going on in my body. And I felt so grateful that I knew how to make choices that were going to support my practice. And I was talking to some teacher training alumni that were involved in the in the fun event. And they were like, yeah, you know, what I let what I love about what I learned at teacher training wasn't just how to do all the poses, quote unquote, like it's supposed to look like, but how to do it from my own body so I can plan ahead and be strategic in my efforts so that I won't retweak my knee or re-aggravate my shoulder injury or, you know what I'm saying? You just learn options. You learn, you learn how to take good care of yourself. And a, a, a knucklehead, if you will, you know, a brand new student not knowing anything, they think that no matter what it feels like, they got to just do the things and make the shape with their body and that pain is just weakness leaving them. But 
what you learn in yoga teacher training is like, no, no, it doesn't count as yoga if it's if it's harmful and violent to your body. It doesn't count as yoga if you can't breathe while you're doing it. It doesn't count as yoga if you're doing it from a place of shame, like you're not good enough if you don't do it. Does that make sense? So what you learn in yoga teacher training is definitely how to work with the body that brought you to class today. Because that's the definition of having a practice, really. Being dedicated to the path, being a truly dedicated yogi living your yoga involves going to class when class is taking place versus going to class when your schedule permits or going to class when you feel great, going to class when you ate perfectly that day and you, and, and you just feel wonderful, going to class when you don't have any pain in your body. See, that's a choice you can make or, you know, going to class because the weather's crappy. <laughs> a dedicated yogi on the path goes to class when it is sunny. And in Seattle, that's a big deal, you know. Um, going to class when you're hungover, going to class when you are maybe fighting a cold, you know, maybe you're not in the communicable, communicable phase of the cold, but you know, with a little bit of pain management, you can, you know, cold medicine, you can, you can have fun in a class. But what I'm saying is this, you don't just go to class when you feel good, you go to class because class is happening. And so in yoga teacher training, you learn how to practice in any shape that you find yourself, even if you have cramps, even if you are hungover, even if you're injured, even if you didn't get any sleep the night before, even if you're bummed out, even if it's sunny outside, even if, you know, your schedule is crazy. When you are on the path, you practice showing up in any shape that you are. And it, it's, it's pretty awesome. I, it's changed my life, you know, to practice without regard, if you will, to what my body is doing that day. Three times a week, 90-minute classes every single week at minimum, at minimum. So, yeah, I mean, I teach teacher training all week. So you don't think I wake up Monday morning going, oh, maybe I can skip class today. Okay, I totally think that, but I never do it. I show up anyway. And my teacher's there and he teaches this fabulous class. And I come away with different insights all the time because of the different body I'm in. Similarly, practicing meditation. Similarly, learning to slow my world down with my practice. Similarly, learning to listen to my breath and, and really commune with with my soul, I mean, has changed my whole life. And I've been at this for a lot of years and I've learned so much about what we got going on. And I'm, I'm here to help you really deepen and love your practice. So, but, but that's like a fun side effect. My desire is that you, you sign up for this because you really want to help other people. I, I titled my book, Teaching Yoga, A Side Hustle to Save the World, How to Live Your Yoga, Earn Your Living, and Make the World an Even Better Place, because I believe that's what we can do. That's, I believe that needs done. I believe we live in an era where we have to look out for each other. And how else do you look out for each other besides teaching yoga? There's a lot of ways, I know, but in my life... I think it just feels so good to feel like I'm doing something, you know, we can get kind of bummed out about the world and the events and the state of things. And we can get pretty sad about stuff. And 
yeah, going and working out can make you feel better, but there's something special about holding space for the transformation and healing of other people to make you feel better too. And P.S., yeah, you will get a big workout, but that's not the primary goal. In this program, there's a huge difference between fitness and yoga. I was a fitness professional for years. I was one of the best ones out there. I was a personal trainer at Pro Sports Club in Bellevue, Washington. It is the premier facility for health and wellness in the nation, in the world. And I was an Ironman coach and triathlete and a group fitness instructor and a personal trainer in the 2020 Lifestyles program. We were the best place to exercise. And exercise is great. It is great. But there's something different about yoga. Yoga optimizes your exercise physically, mentally. But the thing about yoga is it's not a workout. It is a work-in. And we don't use our body to make these poses. We make these poses and to get inside our bodies and get out of our minds and commune with our breath. And I love, I love it so much. And that's why I do this. So I guess I started going off topic about Sunday. <laughs> but yeah, by the end of Sunday, we revisit the anatomy concepts. We get more practice teaching to the whole entire group. And then we uh, refine our music playlists. We refine our understanding of the practices of Ayurveda and nutrition. And we have some hands-on activities and we debrief for the next weekend. We, we tell you what's going on next week and then you head out. So that, that hopefully I've walked you through what to expect in, in a typical weekend. Um, you will take a lot of classes in terms of like at least one or two public classes during the weekend. You will definitely take two whole group yoga teacher training practices and you'll definitely take one master class that I'll teach you throughout the weekend and then you'll be in small groups so you know this is why the yoga alliance uh, standards are upheld with our program out of the 200 hour program 100 of those hours are techniques training and practice so half of it is you on your mat now um crunch the numbers on that. It's about four and a half hours a day in your program. You're going to teach to your whole group about a half an hour each day in your program. We're going to do a, an hour a day on anatomy in your program. We're going to do two and a half to three hours of lifestyle and ethics every day in your program. So that that hopefully that gives you another idea about what to expect. We should talk about what to pack and what to bring, but I think that might be for another topic, another time. At this point, it was my goal today to help you ask yourself, do I really want to do this program? Well, all I can say is if you really want to help make the world an even better place, if you really want to be able to teach, and if, if those settings I've described for you are interesting, again, yoga studios, fitness centers, gyms, rec centers, sports teams, corporate facilities, um, you know, all of those, all of those, all of those retreats, workshops, 
or just being able to gather a group of friends and teach them a class before or after hiking or, you know, I'm going on vacation this summer where my best friend's getting married in Spain. And I'm just so honored that I can be the one to lead yoga for everybody in the mornings. And we're going to be there for a whole week. And it'll be so chill to just gather in the mornings and do yoga together to start our days. And, uh, you know, you, that could be you, you know. Um, there's so many opportunities for yoga teachers to travel, to be able to to take your yoga around the whole globe. I don't know what your goals are, but if your goals are to be able to front up in front of a class and say, hi, my name is, and I'm so pleased that you made time for your yoga today. Let's get started. Come to child's pose, please. And then make your way through some breathing transition and then make, you know, the integration part and then into some um, flow or something that warms up all of their body parts, depending on the format, and then leading them through the more challenging aspects of the class and then helping them refine their agility and balance and coordination. And then we find ourselves to the floor series where we're going to work on range of motion and different um, practices of lengthening the body parts that we had just strengthened, maybe practice the inversions and arm balances, and then close with a nice, decent length of time for Shavasana, and then maybe lead some guided meditation. You know, if that's what you want to be able to do, then you should do this. Here's the thing. There's kind of a sad irony. Studios are desperate for people to be able to teach Hatha fusion, yet the majority of people who turn out for yoga teacher training love and prefer power yoga. We're pretty binary in our culture. And so people either love Hatha or they love power or they love yin and maybe they don't love all of them. Well, you don't have to love it to teach it. And hopefully by doing training, you're going to learn to love it because you'll see the value that perhaps escaped you before. Maybe you didn't, maybe you weren't exposed to some of these formats before, but it's my passion to offer you the chance to be able to teach all the formats because different students need different things. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, well, I could never take my mom or my cousins or my, you know, my coworkers to my favorite class because it's just too hard. Well, you know, I'd love to teach you how to teach Hatha Fusion so you can bring anybody to class, regardless of if it's a hot room or if there's mirrors. You know, I've got a format that I have designed which is an homage to the Bikram method, but is definitely not the Bikram method. So we take the principles of the compression and extension, but we create it in a class that you could you could help anybody do, regardless of it, if it's in the hot room or if there's any mirrors. And power yoga, which is going to be a lot of fun with all the bells and whistles, but how to teach power yoga so that it's accessible to the all the levels. So I hope this sounds interesting to you. It's it's the privilege of my life to be able to do this. It's all I want to do with my life, other than be a mom and a wife and a friend and a sister and a yogi. Teaching yoga to teaching yoga, <laughs> teaching how to teach yoga is the most important thing I do. It's the greatest thrill of my life. I love it so very much. And I'm gonna do it till I'm till I'm till I'm dead. <laughs> so if you really are serious about being show ready day one after graduation, you should totally do this. But if there's part of you that's like, no, I only want to do this casually, this is not the program for you. 
You know, I was talking to a couple at that um, charity event I was just describing. And they were like, yeah, we've been thinking about doing teacher training. I was like, oh, well, what are your goals? And, you know, I got to understand that they were just super into their practice. And they're like, so I, I hear you're doing a session of teacher training at this studio soon. I'm like, yeah, but honestly, I don't know if this is the right program for you because it sounds like you're just kind of at this casually. We we teach you like you're going to be teaching when you're done because everybody goes on to teach when they're done. That's that's something you have to know too. Like the majority of our graduates go on to teach in the studios immediately afterwards. I mean, I call it I call it week 9 in the 8-week program. People go and audition typically before week nine. And a lot of people are hired before they're even done. We have had so many people open their own studios after they're done. And uh, they certainly love to hire our graduates. It's so cool. But the whole thing for you to know is, yeah, this is what you got to look forward to with our program. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And it's just it's a great value for your money. You know, I know our program is about five to $900 less than a lot of programs out there. And it's not because we're not good. I just, you know, there's, there's an amount that I feel is right. And that's what it's set at. It's at, it's at 2888 for the group experience. I often offer a 3288 price for a private yoga teacher training journey if you want to just have it be you. That's a pretty wonderful kind of like a combination of personal training and life coaching opportunity, but you do learn how to teach all the formats. And then we're going to be fashioning something to do with technology, more of the podcasts and YouTube channel offerings in conjunction with retreats and workshops in the future. But what I'm saying is, yeah, our program is a lot less than a lot of them out there. And a lot of programs out there only teach you one format. A lot of programs, it's either going to be a Bikram training or a Hatha training, you know, that's off-brand or a power vinyasa training or a yin training. I I feel like you should you should learn how to teach them all so that you can go out there and teach. So my final thought for you is this. You know, you can go and take yoga teacher training anywhere, but this is the training to take if you really mean to teach day one after graduation. If you really want to make a difference in the world for other people, if you're genuinely curious how to help yoga work for other people's bodies, how to hold space for other people's practices, you know, if you're doing this for other people, if you genuinely care how to help other people, you know, relieve stress, manage health issues, enjoy greater vitality and happiness, enjoy community and togetherness, and just to be a little less isolated and to feel a little bit more connected to others, then this is the program. You know, you can be able to teach when you graduate. You really can. It's it's so cool to know this. Here's my last thought for you. In the grand scheme of things, you're going to learn the most when you begin teaching the public, okay? When you begin to teach yoga classes, that's when the learning really starts. But you sure do well doing this training to be able to teach when you graduate. I kind of don't think you can be so confident doing other programs and then saying, okay, now I'm going to teach a class. You know, if you... Because so much of it is all about the yoga and the practice and not about forming sentences 
and not about sequencing. I mean, let me just share with you the five facets of a brilliant class. In this program, you learn timing. So classes start on time and end on time, and they're balanced in all of the segments, the warm-up, the challenging, and the floor segments. You're going to learn music, and in terms of what's universally appropriate music that supports the activities at hand. You don't ever get into a situation where you're stopping and starting songs. I teach you how to create your playlist and then maneuver around time and space and choreography to weave together a really flawless experience in terms of the the stagecraft. You also learn the three kinds of adjustments, physical adjustments, verbal adjustments, and energetic adjustments you learn safe transitions. You know, there's so much to learn about anatomy in terms of what's safe for when you're sequencing poses. It's the passion of my life. I've I've just got so much to share with you about how to keep the knees happy and the back healthy for a lifetime of practice for all populations. And then also our school's emphasis is this, You'll learn how to teach all levels, all the time, in real time. There will never be a moment where in your class you say, okay, everybody, stop what you're doing, drink some water, and watch this. Or, hey, guys, in this next posture, you're going to notice blah, 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 blah. Or, hey, guys, this next sequence coming up, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. It all takes place in real time where you learn how to flawlessly hold space for all the students. Here's an example. Inhale, lift your right leg high. Exhale, crescent lunge, step it through. Inhale, rise, exhale, root, bring your hands to heart center. Inhale, lift your chest, exhale, airplane pose. Focus your eyes on the floor, square your hips, kick your top leg higher. Options here for standing splits. Put your hands on the floor, take your right hand, cup your calf, maybe your left hand to your heel. Some of you are doing handstands. I'm coming around to spot. Everyone, press, push, lift, kick, forward fold release. So in that moment, we had people who were doing handstands and people who were holding onto the floor and people who were pulling on their calf in an effort to kick their leg higher to do splits on one leg. And so I don't know if that made any sense to you just now, but my goal was here we are showcasing how some people are going to have their hands on the floor and one leg in the air. Some people are going to be practicing with no hands on the floor and their leg in the air. Some people are going to have two legs in the air. And so the way that you teach is holding space for all of those students. Now, are you saying, okay, everybody, here's how to do a handstand today. No, that's a workshop and you you can learn techniques to teach the workshops where you do have everybody stop and start and do practice activities and go to the wall and you're you're helping everybody like that. But our school's emphasis is how to teach a class in real time to all levels all the time. This is what we do and I'm just really grateful so I want to just say this to people. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to inquire about our program. I love what, what I do, um, and I'm very proud of it. I feel like this is the best use of your money and time if your goal really is to teach classes when you're finished. I'm not going to waste your time with a lot of lecture and busy work. I'm not going to push a lot of reading at you per se. Rather, I'm just opening the door to what you'll be spending your whole life, hopefully, learning and refining. But what I'm doing is I'm separating the nice to know from the need to know. This program is all need to know to get ready for the show. Okay. And 
It's a lot of fun. Please go on to our Yoga Alliance page and read over 170 reviews of our five-star rated program. It's the highest rated, best loved program in our region. And I'm absolutely um, so excited to learn about you and your goals. And so please take some time to visit the website, learn more about our program. And of course, please look for our book. It's called Teaching Yoga, A Side Hustle to Save the World. It will be released coming up soon. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Namaste.